touching on the Pac-12 again. I mean, that conference is pretty loaded in terms of quarterbacks, talent. Uh, it's it's a sh- kind of a shame that it's going to be non-existent in a couple of years, possibly. But this season, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, USC is the favorite to win that one with Caleb Williams returning. Two to one, Oregon Ducks. Are you a Bo Nix fan? I just can't get behind Bo Nix. I don't know what it is because he's not a bad quarterback. I just, I I don't love him. I don't like him. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. And he, it's because, like, especially, like, he goes back to Auburn. Like, he's just give games away. And as a better, it's the most frustrating yeah. thing, right? You bet on a team, you think they're the right side, and the quarterback is just giving the game away. And you're sitting there pulling your hair out, throwing stuff at the TV. Like, you know, can you just not turn the ball over, you know? But, you know, and last year I went through it, too. Like, Oregon was really good. They lost the game to Washington State. It was one of the craziest games of the year. Um, and it drove me nuts. Like, that game drove me nuts. They came all the way back. They got down early, and then they covered. They got some, like, crazy touchdown, and then they let up another touchdown late. But, you know, anyway, you know, we don't have to reminisce over bad bets. But, you know, that's the the key is, is can you trust him to be consistent enough? That offense was awesome last year, but it's the consistency, especially on the road. Like, Oregon nails it home. You know, you know they're going to deliver in that stadium. When they go on the road in some of these conference games, they have a history of letting down. It's a new regime with Dan Lanning. He's trying to, you know, build the culture. I, I don't know. I mean, I like them. I think they're good. But I, 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 as far as, like, winning the conference, I don't know if they could be consistent enough. I feel like they always let you down. Yeah, that is – it's the trust factor is that I don't trust Bowen Nix. I trust Caleb Williams. Yeah. I trust Cam Rising. I just don't trust Bo Nix. I don't, yeah, yeah, don't have any faith in him. Especially, like, in a conference where you have Michael Penix Jr. and the Huskies and, like, right. what Washington did last year with Kalen DeBoer and, and that offense, right? And they get a ton of people back. Now, their defense is, you know, probably just as bad as USC's, right? Maybe not in all the metrics, but, you know, they weren't stopping anybody last year. Let's not kid ourselves. They're probably not going to stop anybody this year, right? It's going to be a lot of points in, in Washington's games, just like in USC. But I do agree with Tom is, that, you know, if Caleb Williams is healthy, which you have to assume he's going to be, the offensive line isn't great. They might, they're probably going to have a little trouble protecting him. They have to be the team you get behind here. I know the defense isn't great. Listen, Alex Grinch, you know, he's the Grinch that steals championships, right? Because every part of the team is good <laughs> enough except the defense. And so it was like that with Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. It's like that, you know, here in USC. But they go out and get Bear Alexander. They, they brought some guys in from the portal. They're a destination, so they can attract those types of players. Defense isn't going to be perfect. It might not even be good, but it might be good enough when Caleb Williams is on the other side throwing lasers. Yeah, he's, he's pretty fun to watch. Uh, their ability to put points on the board is impressive. I mean, you think back to uh, – was it the final game of the season to go to the Pac-12 championship? Was that, was that the Pac-12 championship last year? where he hurt his hamstring. I'm trying to think about the game that was. Yeah, it was Utah. Where it was just like a shootout. In the pack 12, yeah. Yep. And then he was kind of like yeah. hanging on and trying to play, but you could tell like he couldn't be mobile. He wasn't, couldn't be. You know, right. He wasn't mobile. He wasn't pushing off, so his throws didn't have like the velocity he used to see. Like he's very – and listen, I'm not trying to, you know – 
compare anybody to Patrick Mahomes because Mahomes does things that we've never seen on the football field, but right. he looks like he could get there. I mean, he has the talent, yeah. the plays that he makes off platform, the things that he does at the college level to me is just incredibly impressive. So um, I'm excited to see the season he puts in. I pray that they keep him healthy. The offensive line again is not great, but listen, they got a strong running game. You know, they got guys back there. They got a ton of talented receivers. You know, again, it's a destination. So with the portal, people are dying to come play catch passes with Caleb Williams. So, you know, everything's kind of lined up. They just got to get a few big stops in key situations. Um, And I think what a lot of people are forgetting is because they did lose that game in a Pac-12 championship, I I don't know. I mean, they, they probably win if Williams doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Oh, I think you know? they for sure win because everything kind of went south in terms of being able to move the ball down the field as soon as he was hobbling. And yep. I mean, I, I don't know if he necessarily should have like come out of the game and had their backup in because he was probably still better on one leg. Yeah. It's almost like it's Caleb Williams at 50% better than the backup at a hundred percent. You know, yeah. it's a, it's tough. I think but, I would say, you know, yeah. It's not Caleb at um, 100, so that's the, that's the real, real no. issue. Right. Colorado. I mean, we've talked about them a lot in the last couple of days. They've been in the news because they're going to go to the Big 12 next year. But their win total this year is only three and a half games, which they were awful last year. Love to bet on them or against the spread and fade them because they were so terrible at covering. Are we going to get that same type of team? Like, this is a brand new roster. Only three starters return. And Deion Sanders, for everything he did at Jackson State, like, three and a half wins seems a little low. Is it not? I know they have a tough schedule in this tough conference, but you got Coach Prime coming in with his whole, basically, team that he handpicked. Yeah, I think it's about right. And, you know, it's – can they get the four? Sure. I don't think they can get the five. Like, I don't think they're – are they no. talented? Yeah, they got big-time players at skill positions. You know, Travis Hunter, obviously, is, you know, watching what they do with him on both sides of the ball is going to be great. Um, and, you know, Sanders, the quarterback, like, yeah, like how he adjusts to playing, you know, instead of, you know, uh, you know adjust to playing in this conference against much stronger competition – it's going to be a lot. I think where they're going to struggle is like in the trenches, you know, like in the offensive line, the defensive line. I think they're going to run up against teams. You know, you, you look at some of the teams in the conference, Utah, we talked about how physical they are. Cam rising or no cam rising, they're probably just going to be able to run the ball right down Colorado's throat. You know, Oregon State with their running game and Martinez, they can do that. UCLA, right? We know Chip builds that team. Physical running game. They go out and get Carson Steele from Ball State. They're going to run all over them. So I think they're really going to be a team that's matchup dependent. Like I said, they get Nebraska early in the season. So they have some non-conference games that they might be able to steal. Nebraska obviously going through a lot of change as well. But it'll be interesting to see how the market reacts to them and like where we can find value with them during the season. You're listening to Bet MGM tonight with Kate Constable and Mark Drumheller. Mark, let's move over to the ACC. This is pretty much just a two-team race. You have Clemson, plus 140 over at BetMGM to win the uh, conference. And then you have Florida State, plus 170. Next closest team, North Carolina, 9-1. to And then you get up to 10-1, to 20-1. And uh, Wake Forest at the bottom. Well, no, Wake Forest is not at the bottom. In the middle of the pack at 5-1. to But pretty much 
Clemson and Florida State, the only two teams that uh, you would look at in this conference? Yeah, I do think it's a two-team race. And, you know, I, I think North Carolina, when you look at them as like the third team, I think people see Drake May and they say, oh, well, they got to be in there with Drake May. They have all the visions of May last year winning all these coin flip games with his arm, right? You know, they were, you know, a team that no defense, one of the worst defenses in the conference, one of the worst defenses in the country, you know, similar story to like USC, but they got the quarterback and he wins some games anyway. Um, I don't know if they're going to be that lucky this year to, to kind of do that. You know, they lose Josh Downs, they lose Phil Longo, he heads to Wisconsin, you know, the offensive coordinator. So a lot of change going on in North Carolina. I personally don't know why Drake May, Drake May went back, but listen, he's smart enough to know what's best for him. Um, but I, I think it's Clemson here. I think Florida State has a ton of people coming back. You know, Jordan Travis, you know, Wilson at wide receiver. They got some guys, but I, I don't know if I trust them to play at that elite level where Clemson, they've been there. You know, they bring in uh, Riley from TCU to run the offense. That was the problem last year. The offense was stale. It was broken. Now you get a great offensive mind in there to open things up. You got a young quarterback in Cade Klubnik, you know, who Riley can groom and build the offense around. So I think there's a lot of reason to get behind Clemson. Very easy schedule, easy conference. I think they're, you know, a team that might even be able to sneak into the playoffs. I've been going back and forth. I really like Florida State this year, and I, part of that might just because be because I want someone other than Clemson to win. And Florida State went ten and yeah. three last year, bringing back a ton of talent. You mentioned Jordan Travis at quarterback, uh, Johnny Wilson, wide receiver, and then their edge rusher, rusher Jared Verse. You know, dabbled with the NFL and decided to come back, and that's huge for their defense. They play Clemson though. September 23rd, so early in the season, and they play them at Clemson. So right there, like yeah. playing on the road at Clemson, seems kind of like that's a game that Clemson's going to win. And if that's the case, then Florida State's not winning the conference. So there it is right yeah, there. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to catch them. And I think the problem is, is so when you're in that situation that Florida State is in and you're going to, you know, you're probably going to lose at Clemson, you know, you need Clemson to cough up some games, you know, and, and the conference schedule is not tough. The rest of the conference, not really good. And I think last year when they struggled offensively, it was more conducive to that. But this year with the offense being better, I don't think they're going to give up those games. 